today, I want us to begin to focus on the third and final reality related to regeneration that we talked about on Sunday. In John chapter 3, verses 9 through 15, God's Word says this, Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I've told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe it if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. We talked about this Sunday the reality that regeneration is necessary for faith in Jesus. Jesus, as He talked to Nicodemus about the reality of rebirth, regeneration, the work of the Spirit in bringing life to what is dead, all points to this culmination of faith in Jesus, the Son of God, the one who descended to this earth and ascended to the Father, the one who was lifted up on the cross, died for our sins, and is the one who brings life to those who look to Him in faith. Regeneration is necessary to have spiritual eyes, to be able to see, perceive, understand the reality of the gospel, the identity of Jesus, the precious gift of God in His mercy and grace of His Son for our sin. There's probably no other passage in the New Testament that sums this up and points to this reality more clearly than Ephesians chapter 2. The Apostle Paul, the Lord used him to give us these beautiful words in Ephesians chapter 2. And I just want you to listen to the first five verses and be reminded of this affirmation of the reality of regeneration and the necessity of regeneration in faith in Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2 verse 1. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this, not of your own doing, it is a gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. What a glorious picture of 
the beautiful gift of rebirth, the wonderful work of God in His great mercy and love in making us new in Christ, giving us life in Jesus that leads to true repentance of sin and true saving faith, surrendered faith in the Son of God who gave Himself for our sin. Today, oh, let this truth soak deep into your heart. Let it drive you to gratefulness, thankfulness towards God. May it stir up in you humility, humbleness before God, recognizing His rich mercy, His marvelous love, His incredible grace in saving us by His Son, Jesus. Jesus.